Hi! Welcome to The Tita Project, a podcast with Din and Tita K, where we talk about the curiosities and concerns of the titas of today. This is where we figure things out one chica at a time. Let's more than just survive, let's thrive. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Hello everyone, I'm Tin. I'm Tita K. So today, let's talk naman about makeup and beauty trends. Do you guys still put on makeup? Or have they been stored in your makeup pouch? Pouch! <laughs> Since 2020, my pouch, ka, my pouch pa ba tayo? <laughs> is doing your face still relevant since everyone is masked or staying home? Or is it a wonderful way to draw strength from? Remember how Heidelin Diaz famously wore red lipstick during her Olympic event, saying it makes her feel confident when she wears it? Ganyan! We also want to explore how and why beauty is often mixed up with vanity. We discuss these today with Liz Lanuzo, founder of the widely read beauty blog Project Vanity, which also happens to be a community of avid beauty enthusiasts on Facebook. So, shall we go MFO? Game, let's start! Liz started blogging in 2005 when she was in college. She blogged about what she ate, what she learned in school, and on that road was where she discovered her love for beauty and where ProjectVanity.com was born. Today, Liz is one of the most inspiring and most respected beauty bloggers in the industry. With 16 years under her belt, CEO of LLB Inc., this girl boss handles skincare brand In Her Element, jewelry brand Nobella Manila, and beauty brand Project Vanity. ProjectVanity.com is currently the Philippines' top beauty resource. Written by a team of passionate beauty nerds, <laughs> the Project Vanity group on Facebook is 13,000 strong, a community of like-minded beauty lovers that encourages discourse on the latest and greatest in the beauty world. They talk about the different ways that makeup and skincare can promote self-care and confidence building. Liz! <laughs> Liz, finally! Ganda ba ng intro? I love the intro. I was like, wow, I sound so awesome. Oh diba? <laughs> I love it. Thank you naman for making time for the titas today. Of course. So we always start with an origin story. How old were you when you started getting into beauty? And then what made you think of starting a beauty blog? Okay. So, oh my God. <laughs> Once upon a time. I, I feel like... I mean, I'm not super conscious about my age, but this will reveal my age. <laughs> um, I started blogging in 2005. I was still in college back then. And um, I remember, you know, I was just really doing it because there was no Facebook back then. Like, imagine that world where there's no Facebook, where there's no Instagram or TikTok, and all you have is Friendster. Oh, that is correct. <laughs> I Yeah. Remember? I remember that era. Before <laughs> Multiply. Before, yeah. The dawn of social media. Yeah. And you can't really say anything on your Friendster. You can just post testimonials on other people's um, stuff, right? You're not really able to like share your thoughts or dreams or whatever you're thinking about for the day. So I thought, okay, I'd start a blog because I love writing. I love having diaries, like notebook diaries. I naman. Natin. <laughs> Dear diary, so I love doing that, and I thought, okay, I do it online as well because I had, I thought it was really interesting. 
um, back then I wasn't really talking about beauty yet. Uh, but in 2008, that's when I got really into makeup and I started buying new products with my student budget and really discovering like new techniques and things. So I thought, okay, why not write about it also? So that's how Project Vanity was born. And that was really that's such a long time ago and there have been so many changes in the past 16 years since 2005 and 13 years since project vanity but yeah i mean it's still so, it's something that i'm still passionate about something i still really enjoy doing and i can't believe that this is where um where that you know hobby led why do you think because no, a lot of blogs especially started 2005 by now they've died <laughs> A lot of blogs have uh, parang, diba, parang buried na sila. So, why do you think your blog is still relevant and resonates with a lot of Filipinos? And so much so that you have that 13,000 strong community na talagang very, I, I, I'm, I'm part of that Facebook group and talagang people are very involved and engaged. They are, they are. And um, I love the community more than anything. I think, what what makes Project Vanity still relevant today is the fact that... So this is funny because sometimes I would... not This is not funny, rather. This is interesting because sometimes I would get messages from people saying, uh, you know, I started reading you in 2010. I started reading you in 2013 when I was still in high school. And now I have a job. I'm already a manager. And I'm still reading Project Vanity. And I thought it was really amazing because what they say is that Project Vanity is still about beauty products. You know, we still talk about the latest skincare, but it's not just about that. It's about really like giving women better choices, like helping them make better decisions with what they purchase and also helping them empower themselves to become more confident outside of just beauty products. Because beauty products are fun. You know, they make us feel great. They give us confidence, but we like talking about, you know, what's really at the core of that. What are all of these trends? How do we make sense of this? And how do we kind of process that into, you know, our own lives, into what's relevant to our own lives? So I think that's what that's what makes Project Vanity still relevant today after all this time. And something that is not just me, really. It's, it's really the community because they're the ones who, you know, talk to each other, talk to me. And they're the ones who also give, me and my team insights on what to write about and what to what to discuss and feature in our in our social media platforms and the website as well. It's amazing. It's like a living breathing thing, no? This project this project vanity community. And yeah, at the heart of it, it's um empowering women um how to like it's sometimes about like if you're a, a newbie when it comes to like beauty or makeup, where do you go, right? Don't you want like friends to talk to? So Project Vanity is like it serves that purpose. Agree. Project Vanity appeals to a certain kind of demographic, a certain kind of woman, or um yeah, a certain kind of woman that's like really intelligent, really likes to research and look for like the best possible thing that they can buy for the budget that they have. And I think these kinds these kinds of women like to definitely discuss that and like see, okay, what do you think? What do you like? What works for you? What didn't work for you? You're right, yeah. They like the research. Yeah, so they're they're very like nerdy talaga. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the best. That's what I know I enjoy also because like they really get into 
um, like the shades and the ingredients and the components. It's amazing. It's and and you learn so much from just reading the comments, and you don't even have to <laughs> to go anywhere else. It's really the top, the Philippines' top beauty resource. Why did you decide to name your blog Project Vanity? Is it because beauty is often linked to vanity? Or dahil we also call the dresser table a vanity? <laughs> joke. Joke yun ni MFO. <laughs> Tita humor. Tita jokes. <laughs> Honestly, why did I name it? Oh my God, it's so long ago. Like, I don't really remember it, but it's not anything deep. Because <laughs> I was in college and I'm not, I'm not really good at naming things. I mean, I feel like even until now, I'm not like the best person for naming new stuff. But um, Project Vanity, just because, you know, it's it's a new blog, it's a new project. <laughs> it's about beauty products. Like, there's no... There's no like deep reason <laughs> for it. <laughs> I love it. I love the honesty of the answer. Wala, walang, walang di in them. Basta, wala lang. Aaminin ko. Yeah, that that's why it's just really about beauty and it's a new blog, so that's my new project. <laughs> and it just stuck for like 13 years. If I knew it was gonna be around for 13 years and counting, I would have like tried to really think more about <laughs> gagalingan <laughs> but i love the name now obviously you know it's it's uh it's very weird. yeah it's catchy oh and it, it, it it's i know it's it's a brand i think it aged well yeah i i love it so much it, it you're right it's catchy it aged well and it's like beloved already so bawal na bawal ng palitan bawal na <laughs> oh okay na yan no more rebranding wala yes. na sorry <laughs> okay, oh, let's talk naman beauty trends. That's why we wanted you here. We wanted, the titas want to know what products have been people looking for or have been raving about, pandemic or not. Okay. Products, I think during the pandemic, people really got extra obsessed with skincare. I mean, even before the pandemic, obviously, you know, Filipinas and women all over the world have been into skincare, especially here in the Philippines where so many brands especially in the local brands that have really become super competitive when it comes to skincare offerings. So um, there's already a huge demand. But I feel like during the pandemic, that's really when people really got obsessed with, truly obsessed with it. I think because we don't really go out as much, so we don't really wear as much makeup, or there are also less makeup releases. But for skincare, people are just looking for that. And of course, um, concerns like mask knee, um, dryness, that's really what they're uh, what they're looking for in terms of solutions. So anything skincare, you know, like super catchy brands right now are The Ordinary, The Inky List, if you're, they're kind of similar actually, but they're not the same company. But, you know, like really more on these active ingredients that target specific skin issues. I think more, like that's like where everyone is right now. As for uh, beauty naman, you know, like because of TikTok, there are so many new weird beauty trends, and one of them I feel is uh, called dolphin skin. Have you guys heard about that? No, first time. The titas are learning something new tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we like. Yung mga hindi natin alam. <laughs> yes, dolphin skin. Oh my god! So there was like glass skin, de ba? Now there's dolphin skin. Like I feel like we're gonna go through all the animals now. But anyways, dolphin skin is really imagine the skin of a dolphin. You know, super glossy, super smooth, super shiny. Like that's actually where makeup is right now. Um, 
dolphin skin is really achieving that kind of like a glass skin effect, but just really, really like super shiny and super glossy and um all of. I know it's so counterintuitive, right? Because we were so obsessed. Parang slippery, slippery, de ba? Parang dolphin. Yeah, like oil slick. Like looks like an oil slick sa face. Um, not the entire face, naman, but like. On certain areas. You know, a little bit on the brow bone, yeah, the cheekbones, the lips, the tip of the nose. So everything is very glossy. Like, um, of course, there were highlighters before. You know, people love shimmer. But now, the new way to shine is not shimmer. It's gloss. The new way to shine. So that's um, sort of in that dolphin skin trend. So parang even blushes now. Like I'm seeing in the US, um, launches where blushes are really glossy. As in, when you apply it, para siyang bomb. Pero it just looks so nice. Like, I'm such a convert now. Um, I tried this new product from KVD Beauty. It's this brand um, uh, from the US, but it's not available on Sephora.ph. I, when I first got the product, I was like, ano to? Gloss? Why would you put gloss? It, it feels like lip gloss on your cheeks. Pero, oh my God, ang ganda niya. I don't know why. It's just It just makes you look so fresh. You know what I mean? Like, like your skin, you just had like a good workout. You know, you just had like a good shower, whatever. And your skin just looks so fresh with the gloss on. Kunyari, bagong ligo. Gusto ko yan, pang zoom, di ba? Fresh yeah. na fresh. I have, the, I have another trend pa pala. There's this trend called Skinimal. I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard of this. Skinimal Listen. Yes, yes. Um, We attended a talk of yours on uh Clubhouse. Ayun, yes, of course. That skinimalism is actually uh, tied into the first two trends I mentioned, actually. Because right now, since people are not going out, they're really all about like putting the least amount of products for the maximum amount of freshness. So, like before, when we moved, there would be like 10-step routines, 5-step routines. Right. People love skincare now, right? But not, not to like do all the 10 steps or anything like that. They just want to get the best possible stuff for the least amount of effort. Parang ganun yung goal ng mga taong. Parang shift in consciousness. So, you know, when it comes to skinimalism, it's just three steps. Just facial wash, moisturizer, sunscreen. Or four steps if you exfoliate during the week, right? Whenever you decide to do it. So that's um the other topic. I love it. I I it, like um we said earlier, Project Vanity is a living, breathing thing. You're never gonna run out of topics with all of these uh trends happening on TikTok, all of these products. What other um what other topics have been doing well with your followers? Let's see. A lot of people are asking about you know, skincare. Like what what's what what can they add in their skincare routine or where does something fit in their routines? I also saw a lot of people asking about laser treatments. Like I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised by like, why suddenly... Because, I mean, the group has been around for a while, but I don't think I've gotten, like, as many questions or discussions about, hi, guys, where to get the best underarm laser or the best, like, you know, hair removal. So, I don't know. I'm actually really curious why people are, like, obsessed about hair removal now, but because maybe we've never had our hair really, really grow out like this for a very long time. <laughs> or maybe we haven't seen it. <laughs> up close because there's there are always like places to go to where they remove it or wax it and now we're seeing it up close yeah. <laughs> oh speaking of hair removal the bello ad i, I see a lot of ano ah parang the thread is so long yeah there's so many people uh, yeah there was like a huge discussion about that it's crazy like that ad was great did you guys get to see it 
Yes, 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 Ayun. yes. I, I actually did not get, did not catch it. I just saw like articles about it and of course the photos, um, befores and afters. But I mean, grabe. <laughs> as uh, discussing this with Angela actually last night, Angela Zenutrians, I was asking her, do you think they did it on purpose? Because parang, <laughs> like how can you not see that it was, you know, not cool? You know, yeah. I mean, I saw the humor, but I also could see how it could, how people could be, yeah, offended by it. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like it could have been funny, but the joke went on too long, um, and I feel like um, it it was cruel because, um, you know, sabi nga ng therapist ni Kristen Bell, honesty without tact is cruelty. Mm. So there, it was being honest, like it was, you know, showing us that yeah, we have let go of a lot of, you know, the things we used to do for ourselves when it comes to beauty products, beauty treatments, um, even, like, exercise, exercising and eating well, like, sometimes it just went out the window. And it's true, like, it happened to all of us, right? In some form or other, to varying degrees. But Yeah, true that, yeah. The way that it was portrayed was really cruel. You know, a lot of people were truly triggered because, especially since andami talagang, affected during the pandemic so you know it wasn't definitely was very bad days oh, we could have ano, parang reframed it na lang na kahit ganyan itsura mo maganda ka pa rin or something di ba? parang yeah. uh, make it an uplifting and maybe sabi kasi nila I was reading that article about it na the way though the video panned din kasi it was parang talagang poking fun but if you di ba it's how you at, at, at ano parang um attack the ano eh, the, the, the way you do the videoing, it can be ano naman, parang maganda pa rin, parang complimentary pa rin. Yeah, I mean, it could have, it could have gone any other way, you know, like, you could have just say, yeah, you're, like you said, you're still beautiful, um, and if you want to visit Belo, Belo to be even more beautiful, or like, kind of go back to what we were comfortable looking like before, then why not, right? Wala namang masama to be para magpaganda. I mean, obviously, it's my job. And it's something that I think about a lot. Mm-mm. And I I see, I have seen so many women, you know, really feel more brave, more confident when they look great. Like, I've seen the power of it. But at the same time, and so I so understand why it's important. But at the same time, like, I always tell this to people. And I feel like it's one of my most radical ideas not to the point of being controversial although i've seen people be annoyed at this whenever i write about it but i always tell people in the website it's okay to be ugly i keep saying this um it's okay not to fit into a you know into the mold of conventional beauty it's fine because sometimes you know you j- it's not just a priority it's not something you care about and sometimes your confidence your power doesn't come from the way you look you know like You've seen, I've seen so many, um, so many amazing women now achieving great things without looking like, you know, your typical attractive model person. You know what I mean? Like, um, my favorite example of that is a woman I really, really admire. That author, um, that author of um, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Mm, yes, yes. I love her. Samir. Samin? Samin? Samin, Yeah. Like, I love her. Like, you know, she's not conventionally attractive. Again, of course, she's beautiful, right? We're talking about, like, the conventional standards for beauty. The model, uh uh-uh. She doesn't quite... Yeah, she doesn't fit that um, that specific definition. But, my God, she's, she's achieved so many great things. She has such a great personality. 
an amazing life. Like, I, I feel like women should, like, the radical idea here is that women should let go of the need um, to try to be beautiful if it's not really something that, you know, that brings them joy or confidence or power. This is, is, is what I'm saying. And people are always like, oh, ugly. Everyone is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. Yeah, that's true. But not everyone is, you know, conventionally beautiful because there are. It's a very specific um, look. Yeah. Look, right? When you say someone mm-hmm. is conventionally beautiful. So, you know, we're not all conventionally beautiful. And I keep saying it is all right. It's fine. It's okay. Um, and I think um, for me, that's such a that's such a freeing way to think about it. Um, uh, such a freeing way to think about, you know, how how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive what we, like, who we are in the context of what we really want to achieve, you know, in our life. I feel, I feel that that's so powerful, what, what you just said. And then it all boils down to, as usual, the underlying theme is always honesty and then self-awareness, I guess, right? I mean, why are, like, if you were one of those who are latching on to that, um, to that beauty ideal, I need to be this thin, or I need to have uh, this jawline, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Especially when aging comes into play, right? Parang you have all of these factors. Mm-hmm. But then when you are honest with yourself and you ask yourself those questions, those hard questions, like those are the hard things to ask, right? Then that's where you will, you uh, know, discover your power, your true power. Yeah. Yeah. And this reminds me of ano, our, our talk the last episode where Dr. Yanni said na if accept mo naman sarili mo, then save that money and travel na lang, diba? Or spend it on what you really love. It's because of, you know, because of social media especially, there's like such a huge focus on looking a certain way or having a certain kind of life that, you know, we feel really unhappy when we compare. Because we will compare, obviously. We're human. You know, we're gonna do it. And so we always feel bad because everyone always seems to have like a much better face, body, life, you know, partner, whatever, lover. Um, so, but, you know, in reality, like there are so many things that we can be grateful about and there's so many good things about our own lives and there's so many beautiful things about us. But syempre, because of this comparison, you know, it's really taking away that feeling of contentment. Oh, oh, siya nga si thief of joy, di ba? Thief. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, but I feel like if we let that go, if we just refuse to, if if we refuse to kind of um use someone else's framework or our own lives, then I feel like we can emancipate ourselves from you know that feeling of being never enough or being never being never happy. I feel it's a never-ending quest to perfection, right? There's always like another step and another step. But if you like, instead of stepping in that direction, take a step back or like take a step into yourself. Nax, ang deep, ang deep ng ano, ng tita Liz, OMG. <laughs> oh, speaking of beauty, because we're talking about beauty nga, parang ano ba yung mga buzzwords now or parang mga ano is it the diba ka, like like for those na ano body positivity ganyan ano ba yung ano when it comes to parang beauty kasi no para siyang medyo triggering din parang some people think it's shallow some people think it's all important parang it's powerful parang what is ano the discussions now about beauty 
I feel like we're having a lot of healthy discussions about what it means to be beautiful or have a beautiful, happy life. Um, I feel like it ties very closely to each other at that beauty, external beauty, and of course, our inner beauty. Like, for example, when that Bello ad came out, everyone was just outraged. Mostly outraged because parang, I, I actually felt like, yeah, we're living in the future now because, you know, back then, um, people would just really make, aha, that's, that's funny, just make, kind of let it go, you know, take that joke, take that hit. But now it's different. I feel like people are no longer, it's not, it's no longer okay to, you know, have ads like that. You know, there's so many, there's so many ads like that recently, Um, not recently, but in the last few years, like one I remember is, was it Glutamax? I think it was Glutamax who did that ad about like a woman who was like pretty and would always get like a seat in the train or something like that. So parang, ang message mong kabutika so that you get all of these benefits. Diba? But parang, but, but syempre now that's not okay because, you know, parang it's not okay to shame women into mm-hmm. like looking beautiful in a conventional way anymore. It's just not okay. So I feel like there's a lot of healthy conversations about that, about, um you know, shame, shame about our body, our hair, our, um, our skin. I love that in the U.S., there's this movement um, where women are posting photos of their, you know, their skin that's like full of acne. There's so mm-hmm. many skincare, even skincare influencers um, would post like their actual face without filters talaga and just show all of their acne and like review skincare at the same time. And, you know, for someone, ako, I always suffer from acne because I have hormonal acne. When I get stressed out, I get acne. When I eat something wrong, I get acne. So, like for me, that's so empowering. Like to see, uh, it's okay, naman pala to have. It's normal to have skin that has acne. Like it's normal. Yeah, there's like there's this whole movement of normalizing things that are supposedly ugly. Um, and you know, just saying that hey, it's okay. This is just a part of life. This is what skin actually looks like. This is what we actually have to go through, or this is what our body looks like. I mean, I feel like that's that's where conversations in beauty are now. Like you know, accepting all of these perceived flaws and just, you know, working on it. And in the meantime, you know... Hindi na, hindi na covering your flaws or how to fix your ganyan or how to look like this, but more of what's what what you have is great and just highlight it, diba? And if there's something that's not, parang, you're not happy with, then it's okay too because that's the reality, diba? I, I, do, I do want to add, I always say this caveat, like, it's okay... It, Accepting ourselves, accepting our perceived flaws, being okay with who we aren't, you know, compared to who we want to be. That's, that's, these are all good. But at the same time, we should still always, like, seek to improve what we're not quite happy about. Like, for me, um, one of the keys to happiness is always constant improvement, you know, always, like, finding better ways to do things. And if, you know, you're unhappy about you know, certain aspects of your, your face or your body. Yeah, if, if it would make you feel more confident if those, you know, aspects were improved, then I think you should go for it. I think that's a worthwhile cause because, you know, improving yourselves gives us, you know, gives us like more energy and more motivation and, you know, gets us out of bed in the morning for whatever reason. So I always like to say that. Accept, but don't forget to improve as well those things that, you know, you maybe can't accept or you really want to change. So, 
that's that's what I do. Yeah, and going back to what you said earlier, we are living in the future. It's really um, already like a dialogue between brand and consumer, right? It's the people are speaking up already and brands cannot just dictate this, 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 this. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. in the U.S., makeup sales, makeup, kumusta naman ang makeup, makeup sales are said to have <laughs> flatlined while skincare sales are rising. Would you say this is the same here and will this trend hold? What you think? Yeah, in the Philippines, definitely makeup sales have just kind of really, really suffered because of the pandemic. Definitely people are, of course, people are not going out anymore. They're, no, they're like less parties. And, you know, the most that we have to do is face, like, a Zoom call. <laughs> so, you know, makeup makeup is less of a priority now. Skincare uh, skincare sales have definitely done. Like, I remember the first few months of the pandemic, for in her element, our skincare sales were, like, crazy. People were just, you know, buying and trying out skincare for themselves. Um, will, the, will this hold? In the U.S., actually, a lot of brands have already seen an increase in their sales. So as more as the economy opens up, you know, as more people get more freedom, you know, to socialize, um, sales will pick, sales will pick up, and I imagine it's gonna be the same for the Philippines. But it's not gonna be until people really get vaccinated and restrictions loosen up for us here in the Philippines. So you know, for makeup brands, like really, I'm uh, I'm wishing everyone the best because <laughs> it's such a challenging time for like uh for a lot of businesses here in the Philippines. Especially if you're like really in cosmetics. Okay, personally, for you, Liz, personally, how has makeup, skincare, and beauty discussions been helping you thrive these days? Is it a distraction, like a happy distraction, or because you're in the business, right? It's it's really something that you need to, parang make sure that you you still, right? Keep the business afloat. For me, oh my God, it's hard to separate my feelings anymore <laughs> um for since i've been doing research a long time it's already just kind of you know second nature to me to just like always be looking out for all of these new trends new stories emerging products even product development since i do product development for inner element um wherein you know I, I we have chemists who formulate the products for us but i work closely with the chemists about you know ingredients texture, presentation, things like that. Like, every day, all I think about is beauty. Most of the time. I mean, syempre, when I'm when I'm doing my other hobbies, that's when I kind of check out and that's actually what sustains me when I'm doing, like, things that are not necessarily related to beauty because that gives me more energy to, like, do the beauty stuff. But, yes, for sure, um, conversations, especially in the Project Bandy community, have really been you know, super educational for me. Like, I feel like I know a lot na in, in the industry because, syempre, it's what I do every day. But, you know, when I see people comment and share things that they have seen or know, I'm like amazed para parang, hindi ko alam to. So, for me, that's so, that's so great. In terms of, uh, is it a distraction? I, I, I feel great whenever I see people, like, really discussing whatever topic it is that you're passionate about. Like, for example, I have this new writer. His name is Feras. I love him. Ooh, yeah. I follow him. He is so into beauty. And I love it. Like, like I, I, I'll admit, maybe sometimes, sometimes lang naman. Like, I feel a little bit jaded 
with like new releases because you know, I kind of see kind of seen that you know a few years ago some other brand did this in some way but like whenever someone like Feras or someone in the community gets super excited about something I'm like oh no it's exciting nga. and there's like you know there's some, I'm seeing it in new eyes and for me like that's what kind of renews my passion for it at the same time like when I see other people like being passionate about it and sharing it that's when I'm like yeah that's that's right I mean this is this is exciting as well so yeah that's that's uh that's what the community you know really makes you feel <laughs> oh that's so cool it's like keeping the fire burning and you're seeing things with new eyes and then you're like you've become a tita already all <laughs> jaded hmm, nakita ko na yan <laughs> uh-uh. si tita Liz is not impressed I'm not, I'm not gonna lie like yeah so sometimes you've seen it before right but when someone else sees it for the first time or you know you get excited also diba? parang hango nga you know sabi nga there's this TV show I watched that said something like the great thing about happiness is that it doesn't have to be yours for you to experience it. Like, it just, you just have to see someone being happy, someone enjoying things, and then you also, like, enjoy it as well because it's contagious. Holy crap. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Holy cow, my hair is standing. I like that. The, you don't have to, what's it? You don't have to own it. It doesn't have to be yours. Yeah. That's the great thing about happiness. It doesn't have to be yours. Yeah. Okay, that's so wonderful because, like, I do feel... When you, when I say I'm happy for you, I do feel happy for other people. I like to celebrate other people's um, achievements and joys and you know whatever, right? It doesn't always have to be about your achievements. I like that. I like that thing about the susulat ko yan. Yeah, I I like one one of the things that I like that I should actually do. I should remember. Like I ask um I ask uh on Instagram like what are your small wins. Uh, recently, and like so many people answered, you know, all of their small wins, you know, like, oh, I went to the gym for five days straight, or I, w- I, I did this pres- presentation for my boss, and he really loved it. Like, these small wins, like, when I'm reading it, I'm like, I'm so happy now, like, I'm so happy for you, you've done so well, like, you didn't, you know, it was so hard, but you know, y- you know, you you got through it, and I think um, yeah, I think it's a similar thing, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna remember to do that. You, you should try that also. Ask your ask your followers on Instagram or your friends on Instagram, like what are your small wins, and then ma masasaya, you will feel happy just reading it. Ma happy ka rin. Promise, ma happy ka rin. Ma happy Gusto ko yon yun. Ha happy ako. Maski na hindi mine. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the pintasera. The pintaserang titas, you know, pintasera Pinoy's can be. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the Filipino concept or ideal of beauty has progressed over the years or there's still a lot of work to be done in changing mindsets? I definitely think that it has changed over the years. It has definitely improved over the years. Um, so Philippines, kasi, I mean, gender equality here in the Philippines actually pretty high i feel like the index i think the if i remember correctly the index is pretty high compared to like other southeast asian countries for instance you know there are more female managers and ceos in the philippines compared to like other say other southeast asian countries so there's a quality good here in the which and i'm saying that only because like in the philippines women are not afraid to speak out 
Like, sabi mo nga, pintasera. <laughs> pintasera tayo. Not just pintasera in that way, but we're, like, willing to, like, you know, say, you know, we're willing to, like, speak up for ourselves, I feel. Like, the concept of, like, the mahiya in Filipina, who's, like, super meek. I'm sure there are still many um women who are like that, but at least in my community, um, or at least in the people that I do interact with online, you know, they're very outspoken and they're very, they very strong opinions. So I feel like since because since we don't have this culture of silence, na you know, I'm just gonna suffer silently like Cinderella. I feel like women have been a lot more open, this you know, with discussing their own journey, of, you know, with when it comes to beauty, um, their own challenges growing up. So. I feel like this is definitely changing the minds. Again, a recent example of that is that Mellow ad, you know, where everyone just kind of went up in arms and like, this is not okay. This is not acceptable right now, today, <laughs> anymore. So I feel like it's definitely changed in that way. Like one example also, if you've heard of the the curly girl method. Yes. So the curly girl method is like women just embracing their natural curls. And there's like a really, really active community in the Philippines, a curly girl um, Philippines, I think. CGM Philippines, I have to check the name of Facebook page. They just like love to talk about and kind of grow out their curly hair. And sometimes they even discuss how, you know, kulot salot. Like people say kulot salot as if it's an insult. Like if you're kulot, like you're a bad person. I don't know how this happened, but you know the term, right? Yes, yes, yes. And it's derogatory. I don't know why. But it is like when some, cause I'm I I I'm kulot also. I'm naturally kulot. So parang you know if you've been called that, um, before parang uh you're a bad. I don't know why it's negative, but yeah. Pero now it's not okay to do that, and people are not gonna take it if someone does it. So yeah, have have beauty standards changed definitely because we're more outspoken, and we're more um you know we're willing to take on all of these negative comments that reminds me of the uh, shirt i think i saw on i think it was gang gang Badoy's instagram tita tumabarin kayo <laughs> we're gonna fight back <laughs> oh yeah i love that yeah i love fight that. the power <laughs> you know before um before like this is just me i don't know um for others but if my my parents Especially my dad, like, loves commenting on my weight. Yeah, my dad too. Same. You know, like, as I was going, this is something that I'm super conscious about ever since. Because, you know, I'm, I don't know, I gain weight easily. And my dad always, um, like, always comments on it, says something about it. Even my, my other family. So, I would just, before I would just say, haha, ganyan, ah, di naman, or haha. But now I'm like, I just tell them na straight up, you know, this is very hurtful. You shouldn't say this because I'm trying my best. And, you know, this is not a productive conversation. Which, you know, and then they shut up. I mean, I'm not being mean. <laughs> and I know they weren't being mean. No, you're not. You're being... It's just the old person way of greeting you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The old person way. Uh, but at the same time, right? if it's hurtful, then you should say it. Mm-hmm. Um their way of showing love is quite hurtful. Yeah, I believe that ano, Filipino dads give us our first ano, uh, venture into body issues. Yep. yep. <laughs> they, uh, they do give us that. Yeah, I feel. Kayo, do you guys, do you guys think it has changed? Oh, for me, it has. So I remember growing up, 
during the 80s, diba? Parang, yung magaganda lang are the Spanish mestizas, diba? If they're, they're the ones na considered pretty. But if you're morena, then you're maitim. And if you're chinita, you're like Chinese, diba? In chica, diba? So, they they fail to see the different beauties. And now I feel na, diba? Ngayon, you can be any color, any your, sh- your eyes can be any shape, and people see the beauty in you. So yeah, I feel that it has changed. Kasi, me naman, I, feeling ko maganda ako nung bata ako, nung grade 3 ako. Kasi sinasabi sa akin ng nanay ko, ako yung pinakamagandang bata ever. So I believed her. <laughs> and then come grade 3, grade 4, I'd have like, like beautiful classmates, like, um, like uh, dark, darker skin classmates, Indian classmates, Chinese classmates, and they're all so beautiful. So it's like, okay, parang, parang hindi, hindi pala ako. <laughs> hindi pala ako yung pinakamaganda. Hindi na ako si Mama Mary, iba na. Nasira yung worldview mo. Oo, nasira yung world ko. So parang I've experienced that at a, at a young age. I've seen that. I think it's, it's definitely, it's so different now, especially with like, I feel like, the Black Lives Matter movement, of course, it it really like um, the movement has been around for years, like the BLM. But um, because of the George Floyd murder last year, the people were like really, really protesting and then rioting and everything. Like it really like, parang the kettle pot exploded last year because of that. And I feel like even the language is changing. And when language changes, our perspective changes. So I think it's great, you know that. All of these things are, um, all of these things are improving, and of course, it's because of the internet, it's because of, um, people who are watching out. Pero syempre, there's also the extreme of that, right? Where you just get straight up cancelled if you make a mistake, which is always cancelled again. <laughs> Grabe naman to. Ah, <laughs> uh-uh. you, you don't want to be there. You don't want to get to that level. You want to get there. So, see, Emily Weiss of Glossier um, once said that based on her observations, talking to many women, because she had this top shelf, the and she was talking to a lot of people, and she felt that a lot of the women, parang nahihiya sila na, what, you're gonna ask me about beauty? Because parang there's that conditioning and belief that admitting to liking beauty is kind of frivolous, or you're not very bright, and you can't be taken seriously. Do you think there's that same attitude or sentiment here? Or parang, here parang, no, let's talk about beauty. It's nothing to be, diba, parang conscious about. Um, When I started blogging a long time ago, I was very conscious because before I started Project Vanity in 2008, I was blogging. And as part of the the community of bloggers, I, I'm sure, I mean, a lot of their blogs are not around anymore. But, you know, there was like a small blogger community and they were talking about tech or they were talking about politics or they were talking about, you know, all of these other more important, quote-unquote, important topics mm-hmm. than beauty. So, at first, when I started Project Vanity, I was a bit shy. I didn't want to really share about it because, you know, I was more known for my earlier blog, my earlier blog, of course. So I didn't really want to tell them that, oh, I'm talking about makeup now because I thought that that would make me sound shallow or less smart. But like after a while, I actually realized that that's not true. I mean, you know, what people think of me... um what people think of me is not who I am. And whether or not they think I'm shallow for, you know, dedicating my life to this for the last 13 years is doesn't is not as important as what I have seen for myself in what I have experienced for myself, seeing women like, you know, get into 
you know, skincare and makeup and just enjoy it and also feel more empowered by it. I mean, it's such, it's a hobby. And for some people, it's, of course, a professional, I mean, it's, it's work, right? But, you know, even if it's just a hobby, it, like, gives so much. So I don't think it's, um, I definitely don't think it's a shallow preoccupation just because um, there's so many, there's so many benefits to it. But um, should women feel conscious about it? I don't think so. Should people shame them for it? Of course not. It's never right. Pero I think that admitting to it here in the Philippines is definitely fine. Because I think we have a strong culture of beauty here. Eh? Like we actually have a super active beauty community, like hundreds of thousands of people who's just <laughs> you know obsessed about beauty and use it as a point to bond with their friends and their families as well. So. I feel like it's ingrained um, in some way. Strong beauty, oh, nga, no? the Pinoy's. Pinoy's are kind of vain. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about beauty can be a minefield, no? As much as it can be fun, it may also trigger insecurities or perceived flaws because of how it's linked to judgments. How would you like to redefine the concept of beauty? Like for Emily Wise, it's less about looks, but more about our lived experience. My radical idea about beauty, um, this is something we've discussed earlier, is that it's okay not to be beautiful. I think, um, I think we get obsessed about this idea that we have to look a certain way to be loved to be happy, to have the things that we deserve. But that's not true. We don't have to look a certain way to get all of these things. You know, We just have to be ourselves and pursue the things that we're passionate about and care about. And that's what gives our lives meaning and purpose. So being beautiful helps definitely in many ways You know, to empower your, ourselves to do, be, to do great things, to do the things that we dream of but it's not the be all and end all it's not as important as you know i don't know like learning how to skateboard really really well or learning how to weightlift um and win an olympic medal you know what i mean it's it's great it's it's amazing journey you know to to be beautiful but at the same time it's not the most important necessarily it doesn't have to be is what i'm saying so that's how that's my idea of beauty now. That's that's my radical idea of beauty. That you don't have to be beautiful in order to be happy or loved or to achieve what you dream of. I'm powerful. Grabe. It's so powerful. Ugh, I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think about it all the time because parang that's, I mean, I've been doing it for so long, right? Like 13 years, Um, it's so long. And like, all of the time, I, I, I really wonder, you know, why do I do this? What is this for? Who am I doing this for? And so I've seen, like I said earlier, like there's so many women who grew up with me and who still in touch with the website um, or with me, like over time, like they'd message every few years saying, hi, I'm still reading your blog. I like this article that you wrote because... And I've, I've seen, I mean, we're all growing up together and I've seen so many people change even me, I have changed. You know, the things I care about have changed as well. I, mean, I love beauty, but I do have so many other interests. I mean, you know, I st- started a jewelry brand in the middle of the pandemic. I mean, what's up with that? <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Congratulations! I love it! <laughs> 
I I just have all of these like interests. Like I'm sewing right now. <laughs> it's so random, but I feel like you know, as women, there there's so much more to us. Like we're such complex people that um I think we have to give ourselves permission to explore all of that. And if beauty is not a part of that, then that's all right. So that's what I want. Um, I think everyone to 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 understand. Wow. There's, there's this line in yoga one, one, one time a yoga teacher said give yourself permission meaning you're not forcing yourself like it's okay you're right so it's so powerful when you say you're giving yourself permission to not be beautiful and with that maybe you'll find freedom and maybe you'll find a certain level of peace oh my gosh <laughs> Okay, before we end, please tell us about In Her Element, the beauty line you came up with. What made you decide to start a line and how is it different from the other brands out there? So business na. Let's talk business. Okay, In Her Element was... I started In Her Element in 2016. I started with the, a bomb, actually, a multi-purpose bomb, I remember. And we still have that product as a lip balm now. Um. Anyways, I started it because... Um, I was thinking, okay, so I love beauty products. I love trying out everything. I thought maybe it's time to, you know, explore creating products as well. Because, syempre, I you know, day in, day out, I write about stuff. I try, like, dozens, hundreds of things in a year. Um, so I thought, okay, let me, let me try. Let me give a hand. Because I'm a very creative person. I love, I love learning stuff and I love making stuff. Like, that's very core to who I am. So I thought, you know, since this is something I'm writing about, why not make it? And that's why, it, that's how Inner Element was born. And I remember when I started it, like, my puhunan for it, um, as a new business, right? Because Project Vanity, obviously, is a different, like, um, business. But I remember when I started, I only had, like, 33,000 pesos, <laughs> you know, to, to, like, start it. And then, you know, it grew from there. And, um... Like, to be honest, there have been, like, frustrating parts, especially in the last pandemic year, you know, because the supply chain was affecting everything. But um, it's, it's, it's still going strong. And what makes it different from other brands is that, you know, it has all of my insights into what really works for, us, for our skin, for Filipina skin, and, you know, what kind of formulations um, we can provide um, that's made here in the Philippines. Does that make sense? So parang for me, like since I try so many things um, from so many different kinds of brands, high-end, mid-range, low-end, drugstore, whatever, like I want to bring all of those insights to a skincare brand and that's in her element. So whenever I create something new, I always think, okay, what do the Project Vanity community, what, what are, what's the Project Vanity community looking for in terms of their skincare concerns? And that's when... And that's how I that's how I usually start. That's that's how I create um products. So for this year we actually just released we just released uh two new products, the Rose Radiant line. So we have the Rose Radiant um low pH facial wash, amazing wash. I I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys have huh, because it's not yet I still don't have like the from the factory. It's not it's a lot available from the factory. We just released that. We ha- also have a rose radiant moisturizer. So it has like all of these active ingredients like niacinamides, ceramides, it has um it has um centella asiatica extract, sika extract, and it has of course rose extract. So 
Ang dami. Yan yung gusto mo kay Liz, eh, di ba? Pag ano, if we were classmates, katabi ko yan, Liz. Ano yung ano? Answer number three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm an obsessed person. I'm a, I get obsessed. Is this the same formulation as your rose cleanser? I love that it ano, product. It is better. Better. So this one is a cream cleanser na. So it's more hydrating. And it's like, parang mas maganda yung lather niya. I mean, it's richer, mm-hmm. the lather. So it's super nice to wash your face. It's, the scent is amazing. So it's the same, but um, with also better active ingredients. So you're taking your own advice and ano, applying it to your product line. You always have to improve. <laughs> that is the secret to happiness. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shocks, Liz, thank you so much. As in, I love talking to you. I love hearing how your brain works. It's just... Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you for making time for us. Thank you for making time for the titas. Of course. Anytime. Yes, we learned a lot. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Can you invite people to follow Project Vanity? Yeah. Sure thing. Um, so, my personal Instagram is at Liz Lanuzo. I actually also have a blog. I still have a personal blog. It's uh, LizLanuzo.com, although I haven't, I haven't updated it in a while. But, uh, of course, ProjectBanty.com, where we post um, our beauty stories with our beauty nerds. Uh, and then, um, we have a Project Banty common Instagram. And do join the Project Banty community, guys. Sobrang saya doon. That's where everyone gets to discuss and, like, um, just sort of chill out um, about beauty over at Facebook. Um, we also have, of course, In Her Element Skincare. That's our proudly Filipino-made skincare brand that promises maximum glow for minimum effort. That's available over at InHerElement.ph, Shopee, Lazada, Beauty MNL, and Beauty Bar stores in malls. Um, finally, you can find um, that uh, InHerElement underscore PH on Instagram. Um, as for the last thing, sorry, last the guys. <laughs> Go lang, damihan mo, habaan mo. <laughs> oh my God. No, Bella Manila is my jewelry brand. So I design jewelry as well. We have um, really amazing pearl pieces, gold pieces as well. So inspired by the things I watch, from my travels and everything. And we also make bespoke uh, jewelry if you have anything in mind you'd like us to face. So you can follow us at Mabella Manila over on Instagram. And yeah, everything's good. Fantastic. Thanks, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, Tita Thanks, Kim. MFO. Tinaman yung interview interview with each other. Are you more into makeup or skincare? Me? Me what ba? Yeah, I, I have a lazy regimen. I just use Cetaphil and that's it. And for makeup, admittedly, I put eye makeup lang. Kasi naka-mask, diba? So like, when I'm feeling down, I put eye makeup lang para may dating sa grocery. <laughs> when I do errands, sa bangko, maganda ang eyes. Me, I'm really skincare. And hindi kasi ako marunong maglagay talaga ng makeup. Like, I learned a bit, but enough to just for Zoom. So, I don't know if it's good enough for real life. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, every time I put on my eye makeup, 
I remember, yung sinasabi mo na, just blend, 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 blend. So talagang, in my head, every time I put my eye makeup, I always think of you kasi the blending, blending of the eye makeup. <laughs> Wala ka nang iisipin, basta blend lang ng blend. <laughs> Oo, blend, blend, blend. So your skincare, your must skincare. Yeah, so must more skincare. Skincare is important talaga, no? The foundation of a good makeup look is not foundation, but skincare. Kaya, let's do a HydraLift facial giveaway from this month's podcast partner, Aesthetic Science Clinic. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. I've seen it on their Instagram. It's it's a. They say that this facial, the HydraLift facial, is an effective beauty trio of deep cleansing, moisturizing, and exfoliating in a water-based facial. So it's water-based. And it uses mandelic, salicylic, and hyaluronic acids to gently work on the skin, giving it a healthy tone and texture. If you live in the Makati and Alabang areas or are willing to travel for beauty, join now because you can visit any of the Aesthetic Science Clinic branches to enjoy some pampering. Nice! So, titas, if you want or need a well-deserved facial treat, we gotcha! Three lucky listeners will get a HydraLift facial worth 3,000 pesos thanks to Dr. Yanni of Aesthetic Science Clinic. You may use it in either of their Makati or Alabang clinics. Just answer the question, how do I take care of my skin? Answer that on our Tita Project podcast Instagram. Wait for us to post it and share your answer. Sounds good? Sounds great to me. Thank you for hanging out with us. Let's do this again next time. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This has been the Tita Project with Din and Tita Kay. Let's chica soon.